This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. <laughs> this is Brother Greg. I'm here with my sister, Nicole. Good to be back. <laughs> and this is Solid Talk, speaking out loud in depth. So I'm excited about tonight because I don't know what we're going to really talk about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we got an idea, but we're just going to let the Holy Spirit take over. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to kind of let it let it go where it is. But Nicole yeah. mentioned something earlier in the week that I thought was powerful about tonight's discussion. And... Really, you you told me you were reading in Second Timothy chapter mm-hmm. two, I think it was, and there was something that just jumped off the page to you. Yeah. As far as like, um, I don't know if you want this. Or yeah, not. I was gonna say I can, <laughs> I can, you can continue, and I'll just yeah. pick up. Yeah, just um, as far as um, being quarrelsome, and uh, <clears throat> you know, being a person that is able to share the gospel in the right way, being able to share the gospel in the right spirit really how we're supposed to manage people so tonight family we want to talk about speaking the truth in love so i think that's just such a powerful thing because we see that paul was talking to timothy about this in his letter to timothy and he was giving him all of these things so we're going to read just a little bit of scripture not a whole lot uh you uh, I, i'll read it or you can read it yeah i'm just trying to make yeah. sure i'm I'm pretty sure that's the one you sent me this week. Okay. <laughs> it was it was down here. Right, that's all I was like. But I didn't 14 do the whole thing, was the but... one. I want to do the whole thing. Okay, well, let's do the whole thing then, y'all. Yeah. So if you have your word, um, <laughs> you could turn with us to 2 Timothy uh, 2, verse 14. And we're just going to keep rolling until I get to the point that I want to distress. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I like reading the Bible a lot. So just, No, that's cool. I just yeah. was going to say, like, this is the scripture, but we just right. going to do the whole thing today. We're going to yeah, story yeah. time. Right, right. All right. <laughs> so 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14, and we just going to let it flow. Of these things, put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord, that they strive not about words to no profit, but to subverting of the hearers, I'm sorry, the hearers, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babblings, that was the scripture, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. And their word will eat as doth a canker, of whom his Hymenaeus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Yeah. Um, Keep going. Yeah, and even more. You could skip down a little bit if you want. It's up to you. But um, yeah. that's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to jump down to verse 24. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure would give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. And I actually want to 
you can go ahead. I was gonna say I'm gonna pull up another translation as well to kind of yeah. parallel the two. Yeah, I actually had another one up too. Oh, I had okay. the common English version. That's common the, English I think Bible. That was the one I was gonna pull up. Yeah, okay. yeah. You know what's so right. powerful about this family is that he talks about Paul talks about how we are to deal with other people. Mm -hmm. He's talking about how servants of God are supposed to conduct ourselves, and so often we can just talk to anybody. Any well, we feel as though. We can talk to anybody any kind of way just mm -hmm. based off the sheer premise that, you know, we may be right about something. But he's telling us to do a few things. One, to be meek in the way that we communicate with people. And the other thing is to really be mindful of the battles that we choose to fight. Absolutely. I think Jesus said it this way. He said, "You what did he say? You strain at a gnat. But you 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 make something like you make a mountain out of a molehill. Oh yeah, I gotta yeah. I gotta look that yeah. one up. But I was gonna say but, I think I know where you're referencing, but I can't help you with that one. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know the specifics of that, but I can um, continue with this parallel uh, version mm -hmm. as you're looking that up. So I just want to highlight the title of this section. It says "Speak, Instruct, and Act Correctly," and I think that is perfectly stated. Um, and that's just the title of this little section. So going back to verse 14, remind them of these things and warn them in the sight of God not to engage in battles over words that aren't helpful and only destroy those who hear them. And when I read this, I was just like, okay, wow, God, we talk a lot about evangelizing, win lost souls, win them to Christ, mm -hmm. but we don't talk about how to do it. We just say, go get souls, get souls, get them, get them, get them. If you got a hundred, get them. And it actually makes me think, I wonder if if we don't, quote unquote, scare people to Christ, mm. I wonder if we would have less backsliders. Wow. It just it just came to my mind because I know that I was won by love. Mm. I, I felt love. So I, all I wanted to do was just please him. And the person who approached me and spoke to me was loving. So I kind of felt mm. compelled to want to love Christ. But then I know some of my friends are like, oh, I don't want to go to hell. So I'm going to do right. I'm going to do right. Mm -hmm. But the more they lived out of that fear, it was kind of like after a while, they were like, oh, psh, ain't nothing going to happen to me. I'm good. You know, mm -hmm. they just trying mm -hmm. to scare me into Christ. So but I understand to a certain degree, there is a reverence that you need to have for Christ. But I believe that the truth can sometimes cause you to be scared. You know, and if you live in sin, you I mean, it, it is true. The wages of sin to death. Mm -hmm. But there's an element of love to Christ that I think sometimes we overlook. We just preach holiness of hell to people, but we forget to show the love of Christ. And I think this scripture um, highlights that very, very well. Um, when we go down to, I think it was 24. No, I meant the wrong, state, uh, wrong scripture. But anywho, the point is we have to not engage in battles over words that aren't helpful and destroy those who hear them. Um, and so it just kind of highlighted to me that the importance of our speech, the importance of, like you said, picking the right battles, mm -hmm. because I, I used to tease Greg, um, I mean, not tease Greg, but I used to um, tease other people. And I think I mentioned to you, 
I'm not about to argue over the color of Jesus' socks. I'm not arguing <laughs> over that. Right. If it ain't got nothing to do with my salvation, if it has nothing to do with someone coming to Christ, if it's trivial, it's not a conversation that needs to be had, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but there are certain things that are so elemental to, our, or foundational rather, to our relationship with Christ that is important. Right. And so those are the things that we should focus on when talking to other people and the manner in which we speak. Mm-hmm. Because if you just go up to smile like, look, you better get your life to Christ or you're going to die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, whoa, they just going to be like, <laughs> oh, okay. everything's yeah. going to be driven out of fear. And I truly believe that God wants us to willingly choose him. That's why the word says count up the cost so you know what decision you're making. And I think when we count up the cost, the foundation is more sure and you have less backsliders because you know what you're getting into. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably one of them people. I know I lean more toward the fear aspect of it. I had a feeling, I knew you know, to say that. Because I'm just, I'm, maybe it's just my mindset, but I'm just the type of person, I don't have much issue dealing with reality and dealing with okay. situations and being confronted, at least at this stage in my life. So right. I'm the type of person where it's just like, just tell me what it is yeah. and I'll just be able to adjust to it accordingly. So I think that every believer has to have the appropriate level and it it could actually vary from believer yeah but each person has to have that right combination of love and also reverential fear towards god and i always bring up this scripture uh jude i think this is oh yeah it's only one chapter in jude but (laughs) he was talking about (laughs) jude chapter 1 verse 22 (laughs) through 24 it says and of something, now he's talking about winning over folks. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, let me, I'll leave it like that. It says, and of some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling mm. them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Mm. Then he kind of says, now unto him that's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. They ain't got the rest, but y'all know I go. So, but my point being that each person is going to be attract each person right is going to have their proper relationship with the lord um each one of those relationships always use a parent Mm -hmm. you know you have some parents who are really like you know disciplinarians Mm -hmm. and then you have other parents who are very loving and less of a disciplinarian and i'm thinking of i actually watched a video this week i meant to tell you about this but it's by this uh this place this uh, youtube channel called led studios light exposing darkness Mm. and they had this guy on there he was sharing his testimony and he was talking about how i guess around his teenage years 16 and up he started getting into drugs and his dad who i think used to use drugs alcohol or something like that came up to him one day after he had been kind of heavy into the drugs and he said to him paraphrasing I've noticed that you've been, you know, dealing with drugs pretty, you know, I've noticed that you've been dealing with the drugs and I just was giving you time to kind of see if you would, you know, kind of sway away from it. You did? Mm -hmm. Was it the prodigal son? Uh, well, the, the name of the video was called Miss, Mr. Beast or something like oh, that. Oh, no, that was something different. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the dude was just like, uh, so his dad rather told him, you know, I noticed that you've been living this type of way, but I didn't want to come down with the heavy hand on you. Mm. 
I was just giving you time to just see if you would kind of work through it. But I noticed that you haven't really worked through it like that. And I just want to let you know if there's any help that you need or anything that I can do that can help your situation, then I'm here for you. That's basically what he told him. But what stood out to me was the re the response of the son, who's now an adult now, he's saved and all that. But he said at that moment, it really got to his heart because it was, now his dad obviously wasn't God, but it was like his dad was ministering to him through the love of God. Mm -hmm. And it was the love of God that made him more responsive to his dad having that conversation with him because if his dad had been like you know i'm tired of you i know you've been doing these drugs and i'm tired of you doing it you need to get out of my house da, 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 da. if he had been doing those things then he might not have responded mm -hmm. because that's what people actually expect you to you know yeah. that's how people expect you to act mm -hmm. but the way god works is you know he confounds people he confuses people even in a good way Oh, yes. And so when his dad came to him like that, mm -hmm. it was so unexpected and it was so loving that it almost like confused him to the point <laughs> of really making him almost want to change. He's very convicted, probably. Yeah. Very much so. Um, and I like that you brought that up because, um, you know, one thing that I didn't say, and I'm glad you kindly uh, corrected me. So I, re I accept that. <laughs> I didn't know I corrected you. But <laughs> no, you okay. did because, um, you know, I was focusing so much on sharing the love of God, but sometimes doing so does not always mean it has to be that soft, gentle. Sometimes it's just, I love you. And I just got to tell you how it is. Mm -hmm. and, and like you said, in Jude, there is an approach that we need to take and we, it is important for us to be led by the Holy spirit to win souls. And so I believe that when we, are submitted to the Holy Spirit, we will reach the individual that the way that they need. Some God may, sometimes God may tell you, you know what? And, and one thing that I've noticed, I'll just say that has helped for me, God will often give me a word of knowledge to help someone and it'll help disarm them so that what comes next just free flows. You know, many times, you know, if someone comes up to you, thus save the Lord, uh, you must get saved on this day before mm. the person's like, okay, you're spooky, you're strange, you're weird, no thanks. Yeah. But if God leads you lovingly to them and let's say you say invite them out and y'all go to Panera Bread and you have lunch and or whatever it is and you just start chit chatting and you build relationship, things will change. And I noticed that through relationship, sometimes most people are open to Christ. It's it, mm -hmm. you cannot get rid of that relationship factor. Um, I know sometimes you can't make friends with everybody. You know, you just have to share the love of God and different people can be reached in different ways. But I do know that when you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, he may give you a word of knowledge or something to share with the person yeah. and it may open them up to receiving what's coming next. Yeah, and I think another thing that's just so important is knowing that we don't know where we are in somebody else's process. Exactly. The scripture says one plants, the other waters, but God that gives the, the increase. increase. Yep. So you don't know how God is dealing with that particular person because the scripture says no man comes unto the son unless the father draws him mm -hmm. so there's, there's like an attraction that that god has to do in that person's life right. and it makes me think about i was um doing some crash course on this before we even uh <laughs> got on and i was looking at certain situations dealing with jesus mm. and certain situations dealing with the apostles right. and there was this situation with the ethiopian eunuch and this one was really seamless because 
you know, God has sent Philip, I believe, to go to another city, first of all, which tells us that we got to follow the leading of the Holy Ghost. Absolutely. So he sends Philip to this other city, right? And then he, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I found it. I ain't got to tell you. I can just read it real quick. It says, and the angel of the Lord spoke unto Philip, saying, arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went and behold, a man of Ethiopia and eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasure, had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot read Isaiah the prophet so you got this eunuch he's already reading the bible mm. then the word says then the spirit said unto philip go near and join thyself to this chariot so he's telling him hop in the chariot with the dude and philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said understand if thou what thou readest so we can go through this whole thing but the point i'm trying to trying to make is that Philip was led by the Holy Ghost. There was an appointed time. There was an appointed instruction. There was, uh, you know, it just so happened that this guy was ripe. You know what I mean? Ripe for salvation. Like he got baptized the same day. Right. Yeah. So all of these things are happening. But what it tells us is that we always have to be attentive to that still small voice. Absolutely. That you are absolutely right. Because like you said, some people, you may be the first person who has mentioned Jesus Christ and other people, they may have gone through a loss or they may be struggling in their faith. They may have known Christ, but may have gone through a traumatic situation. And they're sitting here questioning, like, do I really believe? Why did God take this person, this person, this person from my family? We don't know. So we have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And so when we think back to how God draws us, sometimes mm-hmm. that can help us be more sensitive to other people as well. Yeah, yeah. And 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 even in Jesus' ministry, so many people actually came up to him for help. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's but interesting you say that. Mm-hmm. There were a few times where, you know, or uh, yeah, several times also where Jesus kind of dealt with people and he he initiated those conversations so if you look at the woman at the well this was the woman of Samaria it's in John chapter Mm 4 and uh you know you kind of you kind of get the sense you know Jesus is hungry whatever um so yeah I just read it it says when therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus okay da 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 let me get to this point So it says, now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, give me to drink. Mm. So he initiates this conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He already knows in the back of his mind where he wants to go with this Mm -hmm. conversation. You know, he doesn't want. He's so good. I mean, sure, he does want something to drink, but. He really ain't worried about the drink. Because <laughs> if she brought it or not, he yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, he's good. As a matter of fact, there's um, I did this video a while ago. It's called um, Throw Away Your Water Pot. If you actually pay close attention to this discussion, neither Jesus nor the woman during their exchange, I think, even got the water. <laughs> you know, because he ended up being the living water. Exactly. That's the whole point. He was yeah. using it as a metaphor to get to the main point, which is what I love about God. Right. 
I mean, I can't even remember if he got the water or not, actually. But I know that she ended up not even getting the water, you know. But my point being that he didn't come up to her necessarily just, you know, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Right. Now, he right. he was preaching that at one point. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but for this one-on-one interaction, mm-hmm. he knew, I want to relate to this lady. And she obviously was a Samaritan. Meaning that they weren't even like an outcast already. Yeah, they technically yeah. weren't even supposed to really relate to one another like that. Yeah. And despite the fact that they were supposedly unrelatable, Jesus found a commonality. Absolutely. And yes. in finding that commonality, that's how he was able to really start that conversation yeah. with her. It's like two humans. Mm-hmm. You need a drink. I need a drink. Now in the natural flesh, we are human. Right. So it kind of opened up that door, I think, to, for it to flow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that's just so important to be able to break the ice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're talking mm-hmm. about evangelism here and just to be able to break that ice like that. So he he's talking to her and, you know, he ends up kind of going back and forth with her. Now, I've actually heard a, a, a pastor say one time that the well was kind of like the place where you could meet somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I think <laughs> uh, somebody might have been um, Isaac or I can't remember. Uh, I think it was Isaac's servant or somebody met Rebecca at the well. I can't remember. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, he sent to go get a uh, to go get a wife for, uh, oh, my gosh. It might have been Isaac. I can't remember. Yeah. 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 Somebody in here, uh, let me know. Yeah, help us out, y'all. We we got the story. We can get the people to Right, right, right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Go get her. And it's like if if she offers drink to your camel and you then bring her back because she's the one that's going to marry you. Yeah. So how does she Mm -hmm. respond? He says uh, in verse 8, okay, for the disciples who gone, they went into the city, da-da-da. Then say of the woman of Samaria unto him, how is it that thou, being a Jew, Mm. ask a drink of me? which am a woman of Samaria for the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Beatus Fee said Isaac. Thank, thank you. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, can you be different mm-hmm. and still reach somebody? Mm. You know, I think that actually is, I think that's a great point. Because what it does is it reinforces the fact that we need mm. the Holy Spirit, number yeah. one. Yeah. And it also allows people to visually see that every person in the body may be different, but we have this commonality. Right. So I may not look like you. Most people say, you know, if you were delivered from drugs, go back and get the drug addict. If you were de- mm. delivered from promiscuity, go back and get the promiscuous person. If you're delivered from smoking, go back and get the smoker. But we don't think of what if God chooses the smoker to go get the child molester. Wow. Or what if God uses the the uh, abuser to go back and get the um, person addicted to pornography? Mm-hmm. God can use anybody. I mean, come on. He used animals in the Bible to communicate. How yeah. much more different can it can you be? You know, so I think we have to stop putting God in a box and yeah. we have to realize that he can use anybody. And I think that when a person is really willing and open as a vessel like I need something different but I don't know what I need he could use the homeless person across the street that's usually asking you for money or needing something he can have him walk up to you and say you know what let me talk to you about Jesus Christ Wow. and I'm sure that would probably wreck a whole lot of people like well wait a minute you're usually asking of others but now you're giving to me because you don't think of a person who may be homeless as someone who can give 
Mm-hmm. But that would, I mean, completely, I'm sure, win people to Christ. Yeah. That would that would just, that would totally wreck me, you know. Yeah. So we cannot put a limit on God. We cannot put him in a box. And we cannot constrain him to what we think, mm-hmm. how we think um, we should win souls the way we want. Because it's not about us. It's about his kingdom. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, there's a brother in Christ. His name is Jordan. And he lives down in the south. But he used to be in a gang like he used to be a blood or whatever so mm. he's got the tattoos on his face oh, and everything wow. and but one of he has a youtube channel too and one of his most viewed videos is one where he was ministering to a guy who used to be uh he either was or used to be like a white nationalist mm. like with the swastikas and the all of those type of things so he's like a racist but it was the thing about christ it, like the point I'm getting to is that he could have easily he could have easily looked at that guy and said, "Me and him have nothing, nothing in, in common. common. Mm-hmm. This conversation is not going to go anywhere." All of these different type of things, but you just never know a about that person. Yeah. You know, you really just don't know about him. Really don't. And then b, you also don't know what God is doing in them. Or where they currently are at the moment. Or where they currently Absolutely. are at the moment. Yeah, because somebody could look at Jordan. And see the tattoos on his face and not not think that he is saved, but he's living for the Lord. Yeah. You know, so to me, those don't even matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that's why the scripture says, judge no man after the flesh. Mm. Judge no man after the flesh. So, you know, look at how Jesus related to this woman. You might be Samaritan. I might be Samar- uh, Jew. uh, Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call Jesus Samaritan now. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, why do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, we all drink water. Absolutely. We all drink water. We all drink water. We all, we all get water. thirsty. Absolutely. You I know. love how Jesus just makes it so plain. Mm-hmm. He makes it so plain. Yeah. He ain't say, would you like a sip of wine? Some people are like, oh, nah, I don't drink. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. not saying that he would offer wine, but just saying, like, we all drink water. Yeah. It's as plain as that. Mm-hmm. It's not complicated. Right. It's not complicated at all. But I think we can sometimes make it complicated. Yeah. Because we'll start judging in our head prematurely. Okay, this person looked like they this. Or, oh, mm-hmm. she looked like she that. Or she looked like, oh, I, oh, I probably can't. Mm-hmm. I just got saved yesterday. I don't I can't really witness. Why can't you? Tell him what he did in your life yesterday. Yeah, that's absolutely. Like, yeah, the guy, the guy, and um, the guy that I think he was blind from birth or something like that. Maybe John chapter nine. He just got saved, mm. and they were trying to figure out was Jesus, you know, of God or is he from the devil? You know, a crazy talk they was doing, and all of these different type of things. And the dude in John chapter nine basically was like, um, he had what I call an all I know testimony. <laughs> <laughs> and all I know testimony. I like and that. Listen, all I know is yeah, my testimony. All I know. Yeah, he had an all I know testimony. I like that. I'm going to have to coin that, by the way. Yeah. Don't copyright it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they questioned Jesus after he healed this man. And the man, see, this is my new Bible. Everything ain't highlighted say, yet. Look, I was going to say, this looks real clean, y'all. Y'all know I, you were talking about me last video. Yeah. Talking about my germophobia. Don't like touching dirt and stuff. Right. This, this one real clean. Yeah. Real clean. So the man <laughs> answered and said, okay, this is the blind man, um, the guy who was blind, or well, who was healed. Excuse me. I can't remember if he was blind or if he was, uh, yeah, he was born yep. blind. He was born blind, yeah. Right. So they're trying to figure out what's the deal with Jesus. And then it says in verse 30, I'm in John chapter 9, verse 30. 
It says, The man answered and said unto them, Why herein is a marvelous thing, uh, that ye know not from whence he is, yet he hath opened mine eyes. Right? So I think what he's saying there is that he doesn't know where, like mm. he doesn't know what the deal is, but all I know is that I was one way mm. this morning. I couldn't see this morning. Listen. And now all of a sudden I can, I can see, see right now. And it's mm. just, I call that an all I know mm. testimony because it's just like, listen, I don't know the mechanics. Right. I don't know how he does it. All I know is that, you know, if you have faith, yes. if you call upon his name, if you trust in him, that he's able to do those things that he says he can do. And sometimes, listen, y'all, <laughs> I know I'm not I ain't against education and mm -hmm. being well-versed, but I'm telling you, sometimes those be the best testimonies. Yeah. Because how what the, how they going to get in the quarrel with you? What you mm -hmm. going to argue about? Listen, I woke up blind. A few hours later, I can see. Mm-hmm. What are we going to argue about at this point? Right. Y'all knew me before. Y'all see me now. Yeah. And that's all it is to it. Amen. Yep. What are we going to argue about? So yeah. I feel like sometimes the more we know to try to, quote, unquote, combat people, we mm -hmm. can get digger deep, dig ourselves deeper and deeper and deeper into conversations. And then we're like, oh, we stuck. Because in all honesty, and this, and this is what gets me. You know how they say, uh, oh, I can't even, I'm probably saying it wrong. Mm -hmm. But they say be, oh, was it wise as a serpent but yeah harmless as be uh wise as a serpent but harmless as doves right because the serpent the adversary he studies he studies and sometimes people that are so against christianity know more about the word than you do you write about and they that will argue you to a t <laughs> mm -hmm. and you're like oh my goodness i feel crazy like i'm an actual christian i serve the lord but he could tell me most christian i yeah, know and yeah. argue me to the end, you know, but I'm telling you with the all I know, all I know testimony, you, what you going, I'm sorry, hitting all your chords. What you going to argue? <laughs> right. What can you argue? Yeah. This is my testimony. Mm -hmm. You hadn't studied my testimony, so you can't tell me it's not real. Yeah. So when I share my story, my journey, my life with you of how God changed me, mm -hmm. this is personal here. Yeah. Ain't no way you can tell me or have some quarrel with me. Because you ain't going to win. <laughs> right. Because I know my right, life. Right. And I know that through faith, this is what happened. So I believe that as Christians are bold about what God has done in their lives, we can win souls. Yeah. I mean, of course we want to get them to the word, but sorry, I'm getting a little fired up. Nah, but when thing. you tell your story, when you share what God has done in your life, nobody can come against that. Wow. You, nobody can come against that. Mm. You know your story and what happened to you. Oh, yeah. I know my story. Mm -hmm. And nobody can say, oh, nah, nah, nah. But if we have mm -hmm. a multitude of Christians sharing their stories, what's, what's the person going to say, the agnostic or the, the unbeliever or the atheist? What are they going to say? Oh, no, all y'all lying. No, wow. we've all had different relationship and different uh, modes of conversion with Christ. And if we are more bold about our story and share what God has done for us, I think we'll make a better witness. Wow. We don't have to worry about, oh, do it, do it, let me pull out this scripture first and let, mm -hmm. me, let me give you, okay, first God did this. And if you love him with all your heart, no, 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 no. Tell him what he's done in your life. Yeah. Allow them to see where you once were and where you currently are. We have to be humble. Mm -hmm. We have to be bold. We have to be transparent. Some people don't want to be 
transparent enough to tell their story because right. I don't want them to know I used to be involved in this. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't want them to know that God, you know, God mm-hmm. delivered me from pornography. Whoa, mm-hmm. I'm too yeah. embarrassed. Yeah. Well, what's more important, your past sins or somebody's soul? Wow. You have to be. Mm. <laughs> Lord, y'all, I'm going to need another bottle of water yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, you're getting into it. That's all. You're getting yeah. fired up now. I'm telling yeah, you, when it, yeah. come, when it comes to soul. Oh, like, what's going, happening? Keep going. When you cut my mic down. Yeah, nah, because it's going in the red. But oh, nah, Lord, I'm getting thing. too fired up now. Nah, 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 nah. you're good. You're good. Keep going. No, but when it comes to, your, when it comes to souls, mm, I'm about to start crying, Lord. Whew. When it comes to kingdom. When it comes to helping and saving others, you can't think about, you can't, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't measure up. Saving a soul versus you feeling a little embarrassed. Mm. How can you ever be embarrassed about what God has done for you? Wow. Mm. And what Woo. you're really talking about there is self, self-preservation. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's mm. a, a. You know, one of them scriptures says in order, it's, I think it's in this one. See, Second Timothy is low key kind of yeah. lit, but um, yeah. Timothy. it's in this yeah. scripture. It says, mm. uh, I'm in Second Timothy chapter two, verse 11, a little bit before the one we read earlier. It said, it is a faithful saying mm. for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. Amen. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us if we believe mm. not yet he about it faithful he cannot deny himself so it's saying mm. even if you doubt he's so faithful and he can't deny his yes. faithfulness that's the good thing about Ooh. god he can't yes, actually deny who he is but the the one i wanted to pull out of that was when it talks about the the death and the suffering okay there's a in order for you to share your past which is passed away but in order for you to share your past with somebody else, mm-hmm. there is a little bit of a um, a a death of that a death a dying to self. Even though you may knew, it's still something you did. It's a dying to self yes. that has to happen that you sacrifice for the benefit that somebody else can yes. see. Yes. This is possible. Yes. This is real. This you know you can have this too. Uh, what and, and you want somebody to ask the question? What must I do to be saved? Yeah, yeah. You mm. know, we were um, we did end up going out to the uh, where were we? The Price Right, the grocery oh, store. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I told you guys. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I I, I might have told you guys we were doing the um oh, little so gift powerful. card evangelism. I don't think yeah. I told you how it went, <laughs> but <laughs> but it went it really great. well. <laughs> yeah. So anybody who contributed to that, thank you. Yes. But but the point I wanted to say was that in those conversations with those people in the grocery store who are just getting groceries, Mm -hmm. going about their daily lives, we didn't know. You never know what you're going to get. Never. But I I feel as though the people were especially receptive. I think so, too. Yeah. they And and I think it had to. Two Muslims were receptive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I spoke to a Muslim, too. They yeah. were just like, I'm ready. I'm open for prayer. I don't believe what you believe, but mm-hmm. hey. Yeah. I said, Lord, I need you to do something special in their lives. Touch them. Yeah. You're about to plant a seed. I don't want to take away from what you're saying, but no, do you it think? just goes to show that, like you said, you never know. Yeah, you never Continue. know. You never know. Yeah, my Muslim wasn't that. <laughs> my Muslim wasn't me. Shay wasn't a prayer. But anyway, <laughs> but we had a very fruitful conversation, mm-hmm. a very one. And what I actually found out was that she was kind of in between faiths because oh. she was a uh, 
she had just started studying the Quran, but she technic she said she was a member of a church of a Baptist church in the area. But I know, I know, just just. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, my point being that um, throughout all of that, I listened to her. Yeah, you know, I listened to her. Yes, and I, I actually told her, I said, "You are entitled to believe that." Uh, but I said, I want to inform you, you know, that Jesus is the the way, the only way, the, the truth, and the life. Way. And mm. we had a really fruitful conversation, you mm. know, for a long time. And I feel like a lot of the the reception that we got, uh, aside from the fact that we gave out some free gift cards. Yes, <laughs> that's all. See. But even aside from that, <laughs> I feel like it's because of the times in which we live that people were so receptive 2020 and how stressed out people are finding themselves and the circumstances Mm -hmm. that we've been Mm -hmm. collectively dealing with. Personally, I think that has something to do with the amount of people that, that receive prayer that receive the word, all of those different type of things. And the fact that we were out during a pandemic, you know, we were like, okay, well, so still gotta be saved here. You know, so, and of course we were led by God, you know, nobody came up to us coughing and choking, you know, mm-hmm, nothing mm-hmm. like that. But, you know, we, we asked politely, hey, would it be okay if we pray? Would it be okay if I touch your shoulder, you know, while we pray? Or, you know, we had sanitizer, everything like that, but we let them know that no germ, no disease, nothing was going to get in the way of the words that needed to be spoken in the atmosphere. Because mm-hmm. words have power and words can change things. And so those words can seep down into their heart and have some things shifting and change. Um, and so I do want to say that it was this one person we prayed over and then not realizing, I think we prayed over the daughter then the granddaughter, the next thing you know, it was like the son and it was, I probably have to ask Torrance, but it was like a, it was like different people in the, and I think Steph prayed with us too, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, she came over and prayed with the, the, the mother, the daughter of the, the lady. Um, but anyway, the whole point was that she, the grandmother was so, she was just so open and the, wow. and the tears were flowing and, and, and you don't know how just planting seeds of just faith to say I believe for you even if you didn't know or think that God was working it out for you he's working it out for you according to his will not yours his will yeah so they could have been on the fence thinking like you know what this is the 15th time my was incarcerated or this God to me Mm -hmm. we don't know but we had to be led by the Holy Spirit to move in such a way to release what God wanted us to release because that person could have been on the brink of backsliding. Wow. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. But when I tell you, they saw them gift cards like, oh yeah, let me pick out one. And it's mm. like, do you want prayer? Oh yeah, I want some prayer. You know, yeah, so yeah. The, it, the, the whole the whole barrier was disarmed. I don't know, some people were thinking like they thought we were going to sell them stuff when they saw us giving, you know, with a mm. widespread variety for them to choose from. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, I'm game. You know, and I felt like some of them were too embarrassed to say, "Now nah, I don't want prayer after taking the cards. But, uh, yeah. you know, but even still, the one lady was like, be quiet. I'm trying to get this prayer to her kids, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. And and they were just like, thank you. We really, and we let the kids pick out stuff. But it just goes to show that they felt the love. They knew we were not putting ourselves in danger or in jeopardy for something that's not real. I mean, God is real, y'all. Like, mm-hmm. he is real. <laughs> 
don't get me started. He yeah. is real. Like, don't get me started talking about the things that he done done in, in, in my life and the ways that he's uh, made, like, just <laughs> even, listen, that's a whole nother wow. solid talk, but yeah, I'm not going to get into yeah, that. Yeah. But God is real. And I think the more we humble ourselves and allow mm-hmm. God to move through us and the more transparent we are, people mm-hmm. were more inclined to say, I don't know what he did to you, but I need that in my life. What can yeah. I do to be yeah. saved? Because I need this experience. Yeah, people are looking for the real thing. They are. As a matter of fact, that one guy who I told you he was moved by the way that his dad related to him, he also said that he had grew up in the church. Mm. But the reason why he left or the reason why he chose to left was because around 12 or 13, something happened. He didn't even tell what it was, but basically he saw hypocrisy in the church. There was somebody that that was like, um, you know, uh, like abused in some way i don't even know the details but but basically somebody was treated wrong and he saw that and and that just turned him off to it and he went completely left he started like serving the devil or anything but you can you can watch that in your free time i didn't see that video but um the point i'm trying to make is that people are looking for the real thing they want the zeal they don't want um you know, the, 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 they don't necessarily want the showmanship and all that. They just want a, some people, whoever hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Yes. And there are folks who want mm. that. And you don't know where people are. You know, technically you evangelize to me. Cause <laughs> I always say Nicole was the only person who was asking me to go to church when I was a sinner. You know what I mean? I don't even remember asking. No, you I, I did. Mean, I know I yeah. mentioned it, but I think I'd just be like, yeah, I'm going to church today. Oh, we got this so-and-so going on. And you like, I got to go all the way to Baltimore, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. I, no, I did end up going after I got saved. Right, that's going to say, because yeah, you were totally, it was after you were saved, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. before that, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to take that trip out to be more, like, just for some <laughs> church, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but, 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 but my point being that contributed in some way mm-hmm. even just asking that question it put it put something in my frame of thought that i'm going about my normal course of activity and then it's like okay somebody asked me to go to church and not just somebody asked me to go to church somebody with integrity asked me to go to church because mm-hmm. there were some girls i was dealing with that were christians oh. but they weren't practicing right, christians right so it's a difference when, and this will go back to my point about the real thing. Uh, none of us dot all the I's and cross all the T's, but there is something to be said about walking upright and being an ambassador for Christ. Ooh. Because that's oh, what yeah. folks want to see. They want to see that genuine um, zeal. And they also want to see that genuine kind of... Um, work of god working in your life consistency yeah consistency don't just Mm -hmm. preach it to me get all fired up now i'm fired up now we all pumped up and now you just as dull as a as a knife or whatever i don't know yeah but Mm -hmm. you know what i'm trying to say if you fired up and god has done something in your life uh don't stop you know i I like to make a you know how he says do this in remembrance of me certain things we do in remembrance of him Mm -hmm. but i i think it's a good practice to do daily if we can think back to the day he saved us wow think about that meditate on that and you tell me if your fire ain't still ablaze every yeah. single day mm. i'm telling you but i did i do want to go back to one thing you said um 
about the hypocrisy that the young man experienced in the church. Mm-hmm. As much as we are ambassadors of Christ, of his grace, and this is not to justify at all, we are also very much human. Yeah. So I think even though we are ambassadors of Christ and we are to exemplify Christ in a world, um, a dying world, where to exemplify his love, I think it's very important that we stress relationship with them. Because yeah. if you come to Christ based off of how you see everybody else acting, at some point, something's going to make you want to turn away. If you're basing your ability or desire to come to Christ based on what you see. Now, the reality is people initially are going to look and say, okay, let me see how Christians act. Oh, okay. Cause he even talked about how, when we come together corporately, it's to be a witness to the unbeliever, especially wow. when we speaking in tongues and when we worshiping God, it's like, wow, all these people are subject to the power of the Holy spirit. Wow. This is amazing. All these people can testify to his greatness and his mm-hmm. wonder and just how magnificent he is. So that is amazing. So sometimes I do think that that kind of captures their attention, so to speak. But we have to transition them into, okay, your relationship with Christ is not, you cannot have, you cannot vicariously have a relationship with Christ through me. You have to know him for yourself. So when you are grounded in him, and even when things happen with his people, you should not leave him because of what somebody else did. Wow. And I think sometimes we don't stress the fact that, relationship is needed. Yes, I may get you along that path, but we are to grow unto salvation. Grow, grow, grow. It's a process, a process. And we can't, we we can mentor someone. We can take them up under our wing and little steps of the way, you know, help them through, but we have to kind of give them their own wings so they can fly, you know, because if they're still attached to what they can visibly see, then that means that if somebody in the church is acting bad or if the pastor do something wrong, then that salvation is done. They just wow. backslid because their whole basis of relationship is based on what the pastor doing what and not doing. doing. Wow. And that should not be. Relationship is not based on what they doing. It's based on what he's doing in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to kind of, sorry, jump on in there. Yeah, God. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that, I think, yeah, he was like 12, 13 at the time. Okay. You know, and that's about the age I kind of deviated from the faith about 12, 13. Wow. So sometimes it could be something about younger. that age. Okay. And as a matter of fact, they say complex thinking begins at 12, at 12 sometimes mm-hmm. a little before, sometimes a little after. <laughs> Yeah. Some, some, <laughs> sometimes I don't know if it ever hit. If it's a boy, yeah. girl, boy or girl, sorry y'all, but I feel like women are little. Just, just throw that in there real well, quick. I don't. The way people act today, I don't know if it ever hits. But anyway, women are a little more mature, y'all. I'm biased. Okay, that's what they say. <laughs> uh, complex thinking is when instead of you just regurgitating everything that's taught to you, you're now actually able to combine. You're able to take in information. And formulate your own thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I ended up deviating because I was 12, 13 years old. That's about it. And I, yeah. I'm no longer just receiving everything that's told to me as the gospel, you know? for lack of a better word. Yeah. I'm now processing it on my own. own. Yeah. yeah. This There's something that I wanted to carve out of the initial scripture that we read way in the beginning. I wish I had oh. done this early. You don't even need it right here. I'm going to show you right here. Oh. It says... <laughs> It says, and I'm in Second Timothy chapter two, verse twenty-five. It says, "In meekness, mm-hmm. instructing those that oppose themselves, or oppose themselves, <laughs> if God peradventure or by mm-hmm. chance will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth." Mm-hmm. What that means is, 
a matter of fact, let me read this too. 26 and that they may recover and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. Mm. So what that means is that if you, if we minister to somebody in the spirit of meekness and humility, then what that has the power to do, it says by chance that God will give them a change of mind and that they'll come to the truth. Mm -hmm. So, so often we look at results as what's happening right in front of my face, but change, especially when it comes to salvation is not always immediate. Yeah, It's not always going to happen right in mm. front of your face. But the scripture says, per adventure, by yeah. chance, yeah, yeah, yeah. if God changes their mind and br- takes them out of the snare of the devil, mm. now let's think about what is the impression that we left. Them. What's yeah, the impression okay. that, you know, even though that that conversation did not go well, but regardless of how the conversation goes, Regardless of if they are contentious or not, mm-hmm. we still have a responsibility to not be contentious, right? But to speak the truth in love, because that's what we're talking about tonight. And in doing that, that's going to resonate with them real time, whether they even admit it or not. Absolutely. It's it's an impression. Absolutely. You are absolutely right because, you know, and you're right about seeing things results real time i want to see and and, wow it's not even the coincidence that you said that because many times when we witness to people we want to see the fruit of what we just said Mm -hmm. and if it don't look like they like oh yeah yeah yeah, i want to come to the look we kind of like dang maybe i ain't do it right listen we don't need to see immediate results the results aren't for us it's not for me anyway Mm. You know, and I always tease people and say women, um, sometimes, you know, well, I, I'll just say me, you know, when you vacuum, when you clean it, it's instant gratification. Mm-hmm. You see it's clean and it yeah, just feels good. I vacuum good. too, by the way. <laughs> okay, Greg, you vacuum. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I ain't going to quench your move. Go ahead. <laughs> you just threw it off. Nah, get your move off. Yeah, it's instant gratification. It's instant gratification. Absolutely. And so when we witness sometimes, we think, okay, well, maybe I ain't say the right words or maybe I should do telling this story. This going to get them real, you know, choked up. And listen, we can't go at this thing with all the hype and all the whatever we the production. We 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 can't put our own production show together. God has to lead us. And like you said, if we're looking for a result, number one, I mean, of course we want them to come to Christ, but if we're looking for a result to appease our desire, our motives are off already. Yeah. So the heart ain't even right. Mm-hmm. So we have to know that if God wants us to release this word, and even if the person reject it, rejects it, I guarantee you they are replaying that conversation in their mind wow. i can almost guarantee that because it's yeah it's the word of god it's the, the word scripture says that it's, it's quick and powerful it's absolutely it's alive and powerful and god could use someone else to say the same thing yeah that happens four or five times in a day mm-hmm. the same words they like okay wait a minute maybe they, these people don't know each other maybe yeah. there's some truth to that wow so we can't, we can't, we, we may be the first person they see, the fourth person, the fifth person, the 10th person. We don't know. Our mm-hmm. responsibility is to move as the spirit leads us. Yeah. Not to judge how well it went based on what we say. Yeah. Success in the faith, this, this faith, which is the faith, success in the faith is not. Success in the faith is being obedient to God. Absolutely. Simple as that. That, That's it. You know, I think he told one of them prophets, Mm -hmm. you know, how how long do you want me to preach? 
And he said something <laughs> like, until their hearts are heavy and their ears are fat, mm. you know. And and there was another uh, uh, prophet that he told to preach. He told them, you know, some of them not even going to listen. Yeah, but do it you anyway. Know, but do it but anyway. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Listen, God so, be. Mm-hmm. So he was successful based off of his <laughs> yes, obedience to the yep. spirit of God. Listen. Not based off of how the people respond. Getting me hyped now. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So God we, is so awesome. Yeah, we, we just don't know. don't know. We don't. We don't know. I mean, know. somebody could, could be on their way. You might have a... Somebody at the grocery store say something to you, or you might see a, sh- a street preacher say hear him say something, or you might hear you know one of your family members say something to you, and all of them stuff, all of them, all of those things combined together, mm-hmm. just kind of might combine to be that move yes. that you need. You know, yes. the harvest is plentiful. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think about and you just think about the personality and the character of God as you were speaking, um, when he talks about us as a body, he talks Mm. about this part, that part, this part, this part. We all come together as a body. He doesn't give more emphasis to, now he does say like certain gifts, well, I'm not gonna get into all that. But anyway, Mm. he basically says that if you have this and then this person has that and this person has this, don't treat the tongue any less than the toe, any less than the foot. Because I guarantee you, if something happened with your foot or your leg or the one thing in your body that you think isn't as important, the whole alignment is off. So when you think about how God deals with things, this part, this part, this part, this part, we have to understand that he doesn't give the whole picture to one person. Mm. So you may be one little part of his whole process. Yep. If you notice, it's very consistent through scripture. God ain't like, I gave the whole plan to this person. Usually he'll tell this prophet this, then somebody else come along the way. Then he'll tell this prophet to say this, then somebody else come along the way. Then if we always, we're just little pieces mm-hmm. of the puzzle or of the plan. It's not a puzzle because he knows the whole picture, but we're, we're pieces of his plan. Yeah. And so just because you have a limited view of the picture does not mean you have not been successful. You've right. done your part, period. Yeah. Think of an orchestra. Yeah. Everybody has a little part. So um, it was something I wanted to say um, um, back to where we first started um, mm. about, I'm sorry, we all, all thrown off the scripture here. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we are in Timothy. Okay. So back to the beginning where it said, shun profane and vain babblings, mm. but they will increase unto more ungodliness. Wow. When we speak things, Let's just say when we engage in quarrels, so it kind of goes back to now, uh, I look back at the title and realize, okay, we supposed to be talking a little bit more about speaking the truth and love. You know how we got on topic a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But when we are quarrelsome, when we are fighting somebody (laughs) for the word, number one, the Holy Spirit ain't gonna lead you to fight somebody to get a, like, you know, like I'm gonna hold you down, strangle you, and you gonna get some word. Like, I'll make you drink this word. Like, you ain't going, you know, uh-uh. You ain't going to be able to breathe this word. That's not how God flows. And if you feel like your your flesh is getting frustrated, you know, and I'm not talking about holy uh, indignation or, um, you know, but if you're feeling frustrated, like, they're just not getting it, Lord. I'm trying to get them to, that's when you have to, meekness. You yeah. have to recognize, okay, maybe I've done my part. Maybe something, maybe, maybe, let me take a step back for a second. Holy Spirit, bring peace over me. Allow me to hear what I need to hear so that I can speak what needs to be spoken. I don't need to be getting myself angry and upset and frustrated and engaging in quarrels because I could lose a soul just yeah. simply from my flesh. I mean, ain't that crazy? My flesh is upset because I'm trying to do something spiritual. Mm, wow. 
Hold yeah. a second. I'm trying to do something <laughs> spiritual, but now my flesh is mad mm-hmm. because what I'm trying to do spiritually ain't working. So how? So so wait a second. Is this? This is a yeah. spiritual thing. So w- your flesh is with the corals and all of that. So mm-hmm. once the corals and in, in, in kind of come into the scene, now you've switched over to the flesh. So you definitely ain't going to be successful at that point. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. 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 You know, it's, 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 I'm at the point where I'm, I ain't trying to, I ain't arguing with nobody. <laughs> I ain't arguing with nobody except my wife and I'm not married. <laughs> so I, I don't, you don't have need to be arguing with her either. Yeah. I don't need to be arguing with her either. So I'm not, I ain't arguing with anybody. Oh Lord. And Jesus even talked to us about that. He called it casting your pearls before swine. <sighs> You know, and mm. yeah, we have to be mindful. And, and this this really comes with really knowing God. Yeah. When you really know the Lord and you know his sovereignty, you realize that you don't have to fight his battles. Come on. You don't have to do his job. Yes. All we have to do is do what he asks us to do. If we do Simple what he asks that. us to do, he'll take everything from there. Simple as that. But when you when we feel like we have to. Uh, justify everything about God or just justify mm-hmm. all of the nuts and bolts. Mm-hmm. Take it um, personal. I like forget the vein. Like, what yeah, do they call it? Yeah. The vein uh, words. All of those different type of things. Don't, all of those are mechanics. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not going to worry about the mechanics and mm-hmm. all of those different type of things because normally when people want to talk about that, it's because they really just want to prove you wrong. Yeah. And I had to learn years ago that when we get into arguments or debates with people, most people don't enter into them to grow. They enter into them to, to win. win. So as yeah. believers, when we talk to somebody about the Lord, our goal, A, cannot be to win. Come on. But we need to be focused on helping this person to know the Lord helping this person you know i'm not competing with you, you go. right i'm trying to help you and but like you said the flesh can get us into the mode of wanting to win and i i've learned i don't have to prove anything about god i don't have to Come do on. anything for god yes. no disrespect to any other religion but i ain't gotta kill my like sacrifice uh I ain't got to do a jihad or nothing on behalf of my God. Yeah. If he wants something to happen, he gives life. He takes it away. Yeah. I'm just a, a little human person that's, that's trying I'm to do. Part of the plan. Yeah, that's I'm just right. a part of the plan right. trying to do what he asked me to do. Check out some of these comments. I don't yeah, any we haven't looked at any of the comments Let's and see. it's nine o'clock. Let's now see if we bad, can. Y'all. I've been talking and talking and nah, I'm, I'm talking too much. <laughs> you want to start from the beginning or you want to sure. start like Let's see if these. Glasses will help me see a little bit, y'all. You want to read it or you want me to read it? Um, sure, you can. Uh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Move that mic back. Beatus Fee says, I believe God will draw people to himself by the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray for eyes and ears to be open, live peaceably as much as it depends on us. Amen. Amen. J- Jackie Marie says, God's kindness is intended to bring us to repentance. <laughs> Absolutely, it's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I can agree more with that. It makes you want to change when you realize that he's worth changing mm, for. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Clark says, yeah, that's Tarima, by the way. Of 
She says, we don't know. <laughs> okay, I ain't know. She said, we don't know where we are in someone else's progress. A, a, that's good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Glory to God. Glory to God. He's the donkey. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He can use anybody. Absolutely. Like, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Of the of Traces of ashes. Yeah. yeah she says. Um, strains. I can't read that. I'm sorry. Uh, she says, our strains on how God moves really hinders our sight and our walk. Mm. Love that. Tatiana says, Holy Spirit taught me through scripture that everyone has a certain grace in specific areas in order to minister. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I really do believe that we are all the scripture says that we're all members, body parts of yeah, the yeah, body yeah, of yeah. Christ. Yeah. And it says every joint supplieth. So this kingdom of the Lord, um, every joint supply it. Thank you. That makes it easier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, y'all, I'm doing all this squinting because uh, the comments on this uh, side. Uh, Tarima says, I ain't arguing about nothing. And <laughs> I agree. I'm the same way because it's like. You got nothing to argue about. And I don't, I don't mean to, I don't say this boastfully, but it's also one of them situations like when you know you're right, you don't feel like you have to overcompensate and prove anything to anybody. You really don't. Yeah. You listen. <laughs> the truth speaks for itself. Period. Because mm -hmm. the truth is God's truth is living. People forget the fact that it is living. Yeah. Meaning, once I speak this His truth, it's going to take root and it's going to do what it's going to do. Like yeah. I don't have to push it and manipulate mm -hmm. it and do all this other stuff. Listen, the truth. You you. <laughs> Now, whether or not you accept the truth, yeah, it's up to you. You know, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my coworkers told me something one day about salesmanship. Mm. He said, and I was a horrible sell. I had like one or two salesman <laughs> jobs. I was just horrible <laughs> at him. Um, I'll talk about those another day. But he said, when you sell something to someone, you can't look at it like you're selling them something. You have to look at it as though you're giving them an opportunity. Mm. And... What that depends on, though, is the product. Uh, if 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 okay. the, if the product is um, quality, right, then it takes the weight off of you yes. because you know that if they do make this this decision, then they've made a good decision, mm -hmm. right? If they do choose to follow Christ, then that's that's the best decision oh, that they can make. Itself. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so it takes a lot of pressure off of us evangelizing the people to the point where we don't have to get angry. It almost empowers us yeah. to speak in love Absolutely. because it's like, listen, I'm just giving you an opportunity. I don't have any issues with you, anything like that. It's just, listen. it's free. Listen, and I know I always talk about food when I come on here, but I'm uh, going to yeah. do it again, y'all. I had to taste some Popeye's on my way over. Uh -oh. So I'm going to let you know. If I come over here, sorry to all the vegans. I'm going to be a vegan um, before the year's out. But okay, y'all heard that right. No, don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at some point. Okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> you're not going to do this to me tonight. Um, I hope you're choking at water. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but um, if somebody come in your house with a box of Popeye's chicken and some biscuits, and them smelling good. How much come if I'm offering you something, you say no. Mm -hmm. You think I'm gonna wait and beg you to eat my chicken? Wow. I'm 
gonna eat that chicken and you just going to smell how good yeah. it smells. Yeah. I don't have to force quality in it. No, we know God is way better than some chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm just saying, I'm just trying to get you to use the senses right here. You right, smell right. how good it is. And you can see the flaky biscuit and the mm-hmm. crunchy chicken. Ain't much selling I can do. The product speaks for itself. Wow. We know how good that fried chicken is from Popeyes. Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah. <laughs> we know. And, 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 and I think about Teslas. Do you mm-hmm. see commercials all over the television for a Tesla? Sure don't. Because mm. people who can afford it know. Yeah, yeah. You know, word there's there's no greater advertisement than word of mouth. Absolutely. And I, I don't think they know Yeah, that. I don't I don't care what the pr- mm. what what it is. Good. You know, I I can read reviews on Amazon. That's kind of like word of mouth. But <laughs> if somebody comes to me, I can see the commercial or anything. But if somebody I know mm-hmm. comes to me and tells me about something, real life experience, really getting their hands on the product, seeing how it works, seeing you know the build quality and all of that, that holds so much more weight. Oh yeah. Than just you know uh just seeing it some other place and so the point i'm trying to make is that (laughs) the point i'm trying to make is that um word of mouth this is why the scripture says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god and i think it's just as important when you talk about the Popeye's chicken example, right? <laughs> the biscuits and it's, so it's smelling good. <laughs> oh yeah. What what is it? It's it entices that, you. It, you, in, you. It entices taste you. And see that yeah. I am good. That's what he says. Right. And he is good. He oh yeah. But he think is. about this now. We are the ambassadors. We are the ambassadors. So there yes. should be yeah. the aroma of God that's carried on us in some way. There should yes. be the glory of God yes. that people should be able to sense Come whether on. you smell it, whether you see it, whether you hear it in, mm. in the speaking, whether you sense it in the spirit or whatever the case may be. Yes. There should be something about God okay, that um, resonates with other people that that people can can sense on us, you know it's it's like if you spend time in a place, you're gonna eventually begin to smell like that place, you know. It, 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 I don't know if you really want to be walking around smelling like Popeyes, right, right, right. but because you know, you fast. In my opinion, fast food is only smell good if you' about to eat it. Like you know, some it depends. Sometimes like yeah. it depends on what it is. Yeah, I but can, I can. Yeah, but like let's say you work at a Krispy Kreme donut or oh, something come like on, that. Really? Come on, really, great. And and it just smells like cinnamon sweet the whole work day. And when you leave that place, you're gonna carry that aroma with you in your clothes. Come on, yeah. And it's because you spent time. You spent time in that place. You spent time in that location. So the more that we spend time Mm. with the Lord the more that we carry his aroma, his fragrance, the more that we, we have his characteristics, yes. the more people, the more of him it is on us and in us that that we'll talks to people. people than we do ourselves. You know, it's so funny because uh-huh. I think two people, and I know I'm probably way over time, you make you, you, you say that, um, and, and it makes me, and this is no credit to me at all, I promise you, but... I remember one time specifically standing in God's presence. I mean, I was just locked away. Study, study, study. Worship, honor. I didn't have school at the time. I think I was on break from college. I um, wasn't working. I, I don't know what the situation was, but I just knew I had an uninterrupted time with God. I tell you, that week, people came up to me and was like, something is a, like, what? 
about you, like a glow or something. Like I go to church, people would say things. People that didn't know me from anybody would just kind of say things. And it was almost as if like just the presence of God was on me. Wow. That they wanted to know. I didn't even have to go to them. Mm-hmm. They were drawn to me. And I'm like, Lord, what's, what's wow. going on? I just brought in my business. It was him. It was him. Mm. And I try to make it a point in my prayer every time, if I don't forget, Lord, help me to look like you, smell like you, yeah. look at my face. You know, I don't even want them to see that I'm black and a female. I want them to see Jesus <laughs> all over me. I don't want yeah. them to know what race I am. I just uh, want them to see you, God. You know, I, the ugliness of me needs to hide behind yeah. the cross because I, ca- I can't because I'm going to steer them away every time. But you, your presence, God, is what we need. Your presence, Holy Spirit. Absolutely. We Amen. We need him. Oh, my gosh. We yeah. Need yeah. My coworker okay. did that one time. I, I mm. used to, um, at my job, I got a little, a little prayer closet I can kind of sneak away to. It's like a phone room or whatever. But anyway, I go in there and pray sometimes. And I remember one time, similar to what you said, I walked back <laughs> upstairs after I got done praying. And my coworker, Kevin, I talk about Kevin all oh, the time. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I remember you wished to Kevin. Yeah. yeah. He was like, um, he was like, I don't know what he asked me. He was just like, he asked me something. I don't know whether he asked me if I was just praying or, or, or what, but he, and I was like, how'd you know? And he said, because it's like, you're just glowing. You're just radiating. It's something about being in his presence. There is a physical glow Mm. and people just feel, uh, one of my clients when I was uh, teaching, um, by trade, by, by, well, not say by trade, but. I started out teaching uh, special education and then I switched over to private teaching, working with young children in their homes and working with parents and just kind of helping their whole family dynamic with the education piece prior to COVID. Um, but one of the, the lady said to me one day, and I don't know what I was doing with the young child. I was teaching her something. She was two or three. I work with little, little ones, even as small as six weeks. Um, so she said to me, every time you leave my, leave, ugh, every time you leave my house, there's such a peace. And it was strange that she said that mm. because she's not the type of, you know, she, most of my clients were like attorneys or doctors or whatever. So they're kind of like, you know, and the ones that I did converse with, they weren't like, oh, thank you so much. It was just like, <laughs> okay, thanks. All right. See you tomorrow. You know, just very boom, boom, you know. And mm. so when she just took the time to be kind of emotional and express, I have long days. And when I come home, I just feel such a peace. And I don't know what it is about the atmosphere at here. And when you come and I'm like, God, you really are good yeah i didn't realize that you wow. could just be everywhere and and, 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 and it really encouraged me to stay in his presence now i'm human of course I, right you know, right I ain't always do what i was supposed to do yeah but thinking back to those remind me like how many people can we draw to christ just simply by being in his presence wow just being in his presence yeah yeah we'll draw people because of the aroma mm-hmm. the scent the, the 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 glow that's on us people will want to know you always have a like certain glow about you. You always seem like just like what what, what can I do to have yeah. what you got? You wow. know, and that's what yeah. people will be drawn to. Yeah. And so, you know, I know we talked about the chicken and all, but you work in Krispy Kreme all day, you gonna sure smell like some uh you surely gonna smell like some sweetness. And yeah. People gonna be like, what can I do to have a, a donut? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Know? Amen. And if you work at right. the if you work at the <laughs> fish market all day, oh, <laughs> it's gonna have the opposite effect. So. The opposite, because I love crabs, but I'm telling you, if you smell like one, uh, I probably not be around you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sister Marsha says yes. If people were more honest <laughs> and transparent about who they used to be, come on. Of course, being 
Holy Spirit led, because sadly you can't tell everybody your business, people will see the power of Christ. Amen. <laughs> Someone said, uh, I know this is late. He mm-hmm. said that plant behind you makes you look like a hairdo. <laughs> Make it look like what? <laughs> oh, wild hair dude. <laughs> I yeah, wish I, I could grow that, that much hair. My hair don't grow like that. I'm trying to hold on to the little bit of hair I got. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Miss Clark says, and we don't ever have to be ashamed in the midst of other human beings. Yeah. Because no matter what it looks like, they can uh, relate on some level. We're all afflicted with something. Absolutely, sister. Everybody's righteousness is filthy rags. You're right about mm, that. I like that. Uh, let me see. Uh, Tarima said, uh, the Lord's peace is almost tangible. Wow. I'm, listen, y'all. I'm t- yeah. <laughs> I used to always think people were crazy when they would say this when I was younger. But, you know, how people say like, oh, I just want peace in this world. Peace in earth. Listen. People say, oh, what you want for Christmas? Oh, what you want for... Th-? Listen, if I could just have peace, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. Oh, man, peace. You cannot put a price tag on God's peace. Yeah. I'm telling you, it is worth more than anything. You, I mean, I know people like the latest and the greatest and the clothes and the Xbox, but let you get some of God's peace. Right. Huh. I'm telling you, it, it, it it's a game changer. I'm telling you. Absolutely. Whew, God's peace... <laughs> It's, it's, it's like that's what I see every morning okay Lord come on we will have a good peaceful day right it may not be tranquil but I need peace yeah you know, peace in my mind peace in my heart peace in my environment peace in my you know my car on the road where I go you know peace 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 um and uh <laughs> she said she said her daughter used to work at Krispy Kreme oh yeah your daughter come <laughs> on smelling to, good you gonna have to hit up Brooklyn <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah gonna work at that yeah, Krispy Kreme catching up in the comments y'all <laughs> Lord have mercy alright yeah I'm, I'm, Sister Roxanne says amen when winning souls to Christ it's all about your relationship with him not what I believe or what the mm-hmm. pastor tells you to do it's all about you and Christ thanks Nicole mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Got to stay in the word. I think yours are more recent than mine. Sister Marsha says, I was told that the frontal cortex is not fully developed until age 24. I've heard that too, sister. Ah. I heard it at 25. Your executive, I think the nickname for it is your executive decision. Um, I don't even know why we talking about that. <laughs> it's probably oh, something we said the earlier. The story about the young man and him being 12 and 13. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm way up in the comments. But yeah, that's a good point, sister. Oh, that you are pretty way up. Oh, okay. I was yeah. wondering why I didn't see some of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can um, read the ones closer to the bottom. I thought I was missing some. I like what. Uh, hold on, I'll see this one. Ashkenazi Christian. Yeah, Ashkenazi. Ashkenazi. I'm sorry. If I'm Technically, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Okay, either, but well, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry if I um, mispronounced that. Um, mm-hmm. I said this conversation reminds me of a book I'm reading for the second time by Sister Mesh. Maisha Hunter. Maisha Hunter. Maisha, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Titled The Organic Gospel. The Lord called Maisha home in 2000, uh, 2017, but not before she wrote of her awesome wrote her awesome book. I definitely would like to look into that. The Organic Gospel. Praise the wow. Lord. Absolutely. I actually got a copy upstairs. Oh. <laughs> well, goodness. I'm yeah. going to look, in, look, look into it, and I'm just going to go take yours. Yeah, okay? I, I read it. I'm like, sorry. It's a good borrow book. yours. I like it. So yeah. I'm going to tell people I'm taking stuff on here. Absolutely. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Up. Yeah, we might. Let me see. Marcia says she had to learn the hard way. I plant seeds of Christ and another waters, but God gives the increase. Yeah, we all had to learn that a little bit, yeah. you know, because especially when you first get saved because you're so zealous and you have come across something so wonderful. Oh. 
And it's like in, in your mind, what you're just like, yeah, you're like, man, it's just so wonderful. Yeah. And you want everybody to know. And everybody, everybody. else is, you know, scripture say, if our gospel be here, it's because the God of this world, little G, has blinded the minds. Mm. So people are still blind in the minds that the glorious light of the gospel is not shining through. So when we think about that, um, sometimes we get a little bit confused or discouraged maybe even hostile when somebody is just not getting it yeah. or they're not receiving that was it. That my biggest frustration at one point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I think a lot of us had to learn that. And, I, and, and yeah, because it's like I'm so excited that I want – I remember when I was younger, I would say, oh, my, 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 you got to taste this. You got to taste this. I'm not hungry, Nicole. Oh, you got to taste this anyway. Taste this, please. please, please. And she's like, listen, mm-hmm. stop forcing what you want me to have. I yep. was, it was so good to me, y'all. I'm Listen, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to start talking to you about D.C. restaurants and how, <laughs> how much good food is down there. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anywho, you get so excited about what you've tasted from Christ and you're like, I want so much more. I mean, it's easy to start reading scripture and just get lost and just yeah. get lost. And you look up two, three hours later, you like, oh my goodness, I have not done any work at work. <laughs> it's not boring. It's fascinating. It's so fascinating. I used to think Christianity was boring. A lot like, of people you know, have said that. Before I was saved and the Bible was some old book. Right. Don't but, start with Exodus, though, if you just read the Bible. If you just read the Bible. Do not start with Exodus. Yeah. I mean, no, no Exodus, it has a purpose. Exodus but. straight. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Well, why you say that? The part where they talk about this one, we got this one and this tribe and none of these tribes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah, them yeah, numbers yeah, and yeah. facts because my brain, I was like. Yeah, uh, like numbers, Deuteronomy, like all of the. It yeah. serves a purpose. Uh-huh. But I need to know, like, principles yeah. for living and wisdom right, and right. Proverbs. I got and you. I need my Psalms to sing every morning, my Proverbs to guide my life. And I, I mm. need all my, I love all the epistles. I just, oh, I love yeah, the epistles. Yeah, a lot of Those people epistles are everything. try to read it like it's a regular book, no, you know, you but can't. it's not really meant yeah. to You can't just be reading through be Proverbs. Read that you got to read it one by one. Once you get through Proverbs 1 and get to, I think, 2 or three chapters two or three that's when it's like each verse is like a boom 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 mm-hmm, boom he mm-hmm. hits you with some some nuggets and you like oh yeah you know my bishop preached a series one time about um i don't want to get too deep into this but mm. he preached about um co-signing and we were like whoa this is in proverbs mm-hmm. talking about don't give your bed up for another's but and we were just like hold a second yeah it's in there mm-hmm. i was like man it's so it's so many good nuggets of truth in yeah. the word. Proverbs is, is, is deep. It's 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 yeah. it's very it's so much wisdom yeah. in Proverbs. Yeah. yeah. And I was saying like don't people try to read the whole Bible like, oh, a, like regular a regular book. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh let's see. Yeah, uh Miss Clark says and also sometimes ministers of the gospel are dealing with unhealed rejection issues themselves and they take mm. the rejection of the gospel personally then they argue scripture oh excuse me then the arguing slash scripture beating begins mm. yeah you, we gotta take ourselves scripture out beating. of it yeah we just yeah. gotta take take self out of the equation but I agree with what you're saying it's like you know we, we, we gotta we just gotta die to self before you go out and minister to folks you don't know what you're gonna get you know the grocery store went really well Mm-hmm. But I've been out and I've I've been out and just seen crazy stuff. You know what I mean? I've been street preaching a few times and I've seen, you know, when you do that, especially in certain environments, that's when you really see 
the the demons begin to manifest in people because sometimes they're already drunk and you're trying to do a move for God. And these are the people that are really in the world because they just kind of most of them just kind of out doing their thing. So so the devil doesn't want the message to hit those people. So you get a lot more attacks and a lot of different attacks when you do that type of ministry. And I've seen like the demons just literally manifest up on people that otherwise would have been normal. So imagine what type of mindset and spiritual condition you have to be in to not respond to that in the flesh. Mm. You know, it's, it's so I've seen videos of people getting hit in the face um, while preaching the gospel and not even preaching nothing like, you know, you're going to burn in hell, not even nothing crazy like that, but just preaching the gospel. But they just so happen to be on a megaphone and they've gotten punched in the face, uh, beer bottles thrown at them. I think <laughs> Brother Philip, he's an evangelist. He like travels around the world. Philip Blair. Um, oh, I've heard of him. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. and I went out. He came here to D.C. one time. Oh, I that. Yeah. But um, hmm. Brother Philip, he's had a few things happen to him. And, you know, so and I know he preaches, you know, a good the the word he preaches the word. So that being said, we have to be prepared for anything. And that means taking self out of the equation. And I think when we it's such a it's such a battle (laughs) trying to do things of the spirit in the flesh sometimes. And that's why the word of God says to stay in the spirit and it ain't easy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because it's costly a war. But when we are in the spirit and we are communing with the Holy Spirit and talking and we stay there, um, I think once you're in with him, it's easier to stay in. Yeah. It's just when you fall out. And I, and, and I, and, and I don't know why this thought just came to my mind because I don't know a whole lot about sports. But anywho, I'm going to say it anyway. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. When you playing basketball and your muscles are warm, and you playing, and you first quarter, second quarter, third mm-hmm. quarter. As soon as you sit on that bench, and then you try to get up, do something else. It's kind of like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get back in. Yeah. That's why I think yep. they put the sweatsuits on and stuff to keep themselves warm. I'm yeah. guessing. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. So I, when we in the spirit, stay in the game. Not that it's a game, but stay in the game. Stay in. Stay in. Don't leave. Take a break. And then come back. No, stay in. Wow. We should have another talk about that. Stay in the game. Yeah, stay in the game. <laughs> stay in the game. Yeah. Because it's so easy to, it's, I think it's easy to stay in the flow than to mm-hmm. fall out then get back in. It takes more effort to now disrupt the flesh to get back in the spirit. Just stay in there. Just right. stay. Just flow. Just flow. And so I think that the longer we're in him, the easier it is to like, not be subjected to the flesh because the longer you're in him, you're building strength. Right. And you're like, Oh, psh, I can see that. That's flesh. I, it doesn't, it just rolls right off, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but once we fall out or allow ourselves to fall out or something triggers a memory, whew, you can fall right out. Yeah. Wow. And then now your thinking is now carnal. And so now when you evangelize and 
you got a little spirit going on and you got a little flesh going on and you like, I'm trying to do a spiritual work in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Go figure. How's that going to work? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to read two more comments. I'm going to read one. Then I want you to find it. Find one. So make the last okay. one good. <laughs> oh, I'm talking too much. I don't no, no, no. You're not the, talking too I don't much. I mean, extend the solid talk, y'all. I know no, it's no, supposed to no. an hour. It's, it's, <laughs> no, a lot of times I go to like a 930. So it'd be oh, like okay. an hour and a half. Okay. But I try not to go too, too far after an hour and a half. But I, I do want to read this one last comment from Ashkenazi <laughs> Christian that I find kind of funny. And I think she was talking about how we made the comment that a lot of folks know, a lot of non-believers know more well, about the Bible oh, than we do. I was looking for do. those comments. I was, let me and up. she said, once when I was new in my faith, I was trying to witness to an Eastern star. And she said to me, Cynthia, <laughs> Remember what the Bible says? Do not cast your pearls before swine. Wow. Wow. Imagine um, that. <laughs> I would have probably laughed like, yeah. you know what? You are absolutely right. But it's kind of like, it's uh-huh. funny because it's like, you telling me. It's funny right. for two reasons. Because yeah, you yeah, telling yeah. me scripture as if to school me. But you also telling me that you swine. Yeah, that you swine. Yeah, wow. <laughs> like, keep your pearls because I'm swine. I don't want it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's, a, it's a snarky little way of like... Uh, it that is that is that is pretty comical but mm-hmm. um also very true and um i mean not to say that the person is swine but if, if yeah, they what well, they said if it. they tell hey yeah hey. hopefully they're not right as I say, hopefully they're not anymore um but it it that is kind of funny that is yeah. definitely funny but i definitely believe your heart was in the right place um and it goes back to the tell it all tell you was it give it your something give it your all tell it your all testimony all I know uh, all testimony I know. Yeah. all I know testimony because mm-hmm. we listen we not arguing about my life because you haven't studied it so you can't argue it yeah I can tell you what I went through but as you start bringing in the word you better know what you're talking about that's why yeah. the Bible says study that's to show it. yourself it's saying right in here you it's that it's the one we just read. Verse 15, study to show yourself approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, Mm. rightly dividing the word of truth. Rightly dividing. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. So I guess I was supposed to pick out one comment. Yeah. And normally we do these comments indiscriminately. You know what I mean? (laughs) Some people think I have favorites. I don't have favorites. I just read whoever participates. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, you read this one already. Sorry, y'all. I'm looking on my little phone and 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 I'm typing in too, trying to mm. multitask. I'm not the best multitasker. I'll just say that. Yeah. Um, Maybe one. I don't know. One towards the bottom or something oh, like that. I already read all the bottom. I was. Oh, did you? To the side. Okay, my bad. I think Sister Roxanne said. Um, oh wait a second! I lost that one. I'm sorry, Sister Roxanne. You said something and I missed <laughs> it. I'm sorry. No, I'm still um, laughing at the wild hairdo <laughs> comment. <laughs> oh, she's. Oh, here's uh, another comment. I can't find the original one. She said, but um, <laughs> I can't find it. But yes, I get. I I get so emotional talking about the word. Mm. I, listen, y'all. I <laughs> I can't. I can't even try to fake it. When I get to think it, I listen. <laughs> Whew. It feels like if I talk about one subject, it's always going to come back to what God has done for me because you just can't not. That's what it's about. Sharing your testimony, allowing people to see the work of the Lord through you. Mm -hmm. I'm not about to hold that back. I'm not about to not give you, like you said, that opportunity to know him. I'm not going to hide my transparency or try to um, 
you know, fabricate or make it seem like I'm perfect. No, I need you to know I was towed up, messed yeah. up. I was, <laughs> and I'm not doing it in a boastful manner. It's to say, mm-hmm. listen, he is so good that he changed even a person like me. Yeah. Um, but that's not the one I was gonna pick. I got another mm-hmm. one too. I was gonna say. And then yeah. you only gave me one. Well, no, so do you think? Two. Yeah, I was just gonna say because <laughs> Paul, Paul did say, therefore I will therefore boast in my infirmities. It, that the power of Christ, Christ, yeah, it always goes back to Him. Yeah, it's never about me. I'm just telling you that we can relate because we have some yeah. sinful nature, but it ain't a. It, it doesn't stop there. That's where it started. It right. started with that sin, but He finished it. Whew. Yeah, It'll get me fired Hallelujah. up when I think about Him. Yeah, Ooh, boy, listen, I'm about to. I hope, yeah, I'm, I'm looking gonna, for I'm that scripture still too. right now because God is just, I get so excited, y'all. Yeah. Y'all don't know, but I be kicking my feet under this table. I just be getting yeah. all excited. <laughs> um, but it was something that someone else stated um, earlier. While you look for that, I'm going to read this one. I just said it's in Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. It says, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, mm. for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, he said glory, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in the infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am, then am I strong. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, you know, and it, and, it, and it really charges us to expose more of our weakness so that when we juxtapose our weakness to his strength, there is a clear difference. I don't want to tell people. Now, I'm not saying everybody got to make up a testimony. Now, don't don't, don't get to lying. Yeah. But, you know, just to be like, oh, I was, you know, and it just don't be making up stuff. But if I present myself as this pretty polished, nice, cleaned up person and, oh, yeah, he just happened to save me yeah, yeah. out of convenience. It's like. Yeah. Really? Really? That's not how it was. Because if he exposed the nastiness of who we were, mm-hmm. we'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we were kind of messed up. Yeah. You know, so yeah, don't let Jesus tell it. Because if he yeah. tell the truth, you people be like, ooh, you, you really a mess. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like you said, we should not hide our weakness. We should use it to promote his goodness, his grace, his, I mean, just, I could talk on and on about grace. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Mm-hmm. Whew, the grace and mercy of God that yeah, that that amazing, right? that breaks me to my core. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm t- listen. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how a person can just kind of you know how some people just come like oh yeah 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 you know I've been saved for ten years. How can you just talk about your salvation and not get choked up? Wow. Like how can you just like did it really mean something to you? Do you yeah. know what it means? Yeah. Like oh just my gosh, casual. like you. you I just, mm-hmm. just can't have a casual conversation, y'all. Right. So I'm sorry, I'm getting all worked up, but yeah. I, I, it. it mm. Did you find your comment yet? I did. You, okay. <laughs> I know all you right, tried, Greg. Yeah. Like, all right, hurry up. We got a schedule here. Nah, nah, uh, nah. He like, I ain't bringing you back on. <laughs> nah, I, 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 I'm just curious to know um, what it is. Let's see. Uh, Sister Marsha said some people's instruction for that day was just to go up to somebody and say Jesus love you, and that might be it. Wow. I mean, plain mm, and mm, simple. Mm, mm, mm. Because God could have 100 people say Jesus love you. Yeah. And that person be like, 100 people say Jesus love you. Okay. Yeah. But let we let us add a little more, a little more, a little more, and taking mm-hmm. away from what God is trying to do. Not saying that what you're not saying isn't right, but it could just be God says to tell the person, Jesus loves you. Yeah. Yeah. God led me to some people and just said, give him a hug. 
And I went to open my mouth and he's like, mm-mm, hug. Mm. And I literally held them. And when I tell you, they started crying. Wow. At first I was, okay, I'm gonna be honest. In the flesh, I was mad because I had on a white shirt and they was crying and they had red <laughs> lipstick. And I was like, I don't even want to see what the back of my shirt looked like right now. It's all on my shoulder. It was, it was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. You know, because I had somewhere to go afterwards. But I digress. I'm just being honest, y'all. Yeah, yeah. God just said, hug them, hold mm. them. And it was a female, you know, I was just embracing her and she was mm-hmm. just crying, a young girl, a teen, and she was just crying and crying. I didn't ask any questions. I didn't say anything. Later, she just said, you know what that hug did to me? Wow. Now, I don't remember the details, but had I started opening my mouth, I could have interrupted what God was doing in her life. Yeah. So my mouth was quiet. I hugged her. I embraced mm-hmm. her. She needed to feel that embrace. Yeah. So that was yeah. my assignment for that day. So we wow. have to be subject to the Holy Spirit. We can't just be like, all right, boom, I got five scriptures and that's what I'm going to use today. Boom, I'm going to tell five people these five scriptures. Mm-hmm. That could, that may not be what God wants you to do. Wow. So we have to be led by him. Evangelism is not a work for you. It's a work for him. So it must be led by him, directed by him, guided by him because it is for him. So yeah. we can't evangelize the way we want to for him. We got to evangelize the way he wants, wants us to, to for him. For him. Right. Wow. So that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. Woo. Amen. I may need some yeah, more water. Yeah, though. yeah. That's 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 <laughs> that that's that that sister love right there. Mm. Where you you know I don't know if it's, I could I could just see a dude just be like, come on, bring it in, bring it in, <laughs> <laughs> bring it in, buddy. I done. I've ne- you know. I ain't got no issue say, hugging the guy, right, but it's just I, funny I just like can't if a dude you saying was saying that though. Yeah, just bring I it. I probably see Nate doing yeah, that. Yeah, come on, big dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, dudes would dap, dap each other up. You know what I mean? Like, All right, Joe. Yeah. So I might be like, Greg, go hug that man. You yeah. might be like, for real, him right there? But I mean, if you're a dude and you really hug a dude, like if you just, come on, come sometimes on, you do hug a dude and it just be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You do feel the love, you know what I mean? So, but y'all do the whole little, oh, I'm sorry. I yeah, mean, yeah, y'all yeah. do the little, uh, like, you know. Yeah, the little, the little dap and the jump. No, I meant like the arm where you throw the arm around and it's like, uh. Oh like on yeah! That back. I don't know what it's called. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't laugh at me, y'all. I ain't mean to elbow you. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, family. We um go go ahead and really close it out. You know, I guess we can. You can close out with a word of prayer since we opened up with a word of prayer. If you want, sister. Um, but I'm just so oh, I'm so excited reading. to um talk about speaking the truth in love and really how we mm. are supposed to be vessels that Christ can use to reach others. That's sorry, really all it boils down to. That's really powerful. I'm sorry. Oh, you want to read that? Go ahead and read that I'm one too. Caught up. She said, are we, Sister Marsha said, are we really ready for what the 12 apostles went through? Especially mm. Paul was getting beat up and still went back to preach the gospel. Wow. Woo, man. Yeah, it ain't always pretty. Uh, we we should have said that too. <laughs> it ain't always a walk in the park, but it's just about did you do what the Lord asked you to do? Um, cause he, he, he sees those things God does and he'll reward us in due season, you know, in due season. But ah. I, yeah, <laughs> I love what you said, sister Vasha. Um, but before I read that, I was gonna say, sister Brittany said Romans five twenty, where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Yeah. Ooh, that is such a, that is like such a, it's like when I hear that scripture, it's just like, it's just so beautiful. You know, yeah, I just, it's just. Yeah. Just thinking about grace, I just think about grace as like not to say like jewelry, but just like the it's like 
my nastiness is covered mm-hmm. up by his beauty and elegance. I just yeah. think of grace yeah. is like the elegance and the beauty of God. Um, Sister Marsha said her testimony was on my white shirt that day. <laughs> she sold it. Yeah, tears. absolutely. <laughs> she sure did. And those stains didn't come out, Lord. That's my testimony shirt. So yeah. I might have to start wearing it when I go places when I think people going to cry on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A dark color shirt. Yeah. But, yeah, that's <laughs> what you do. testimony doing. on my shoulders. Let's yeah. start with that. <laughs> hey, it's worth it, though. Yes, Lord. But Praise yes, we can Lord. definitely close out in prayer. Okay, sister. Definitely, um, Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to gather here on this evening, God. We thank you, Father God, for showing us how to spread your love and speak the truth of who you are in love, God. Father, we realize that none of this is about us. None of what we say, none of what we do is about us, God. So, Father, I pray that you continue to humble us and mold us into being more and more into your image, God. Conform us into your image, Father God, so that the love of you is such is so powerful that the aroma, the smell, it completely smells like you, God. We don't want to smell or look like ourselves, Father God. We want to be representations of you in all that we do, Father God. Lord, I just pray, God, that you bless and touch every single person on this line this evening, God. We thank you, God, for allowing them to connect with us and just to have a good dialogue and fellowship on this evening, God. I thank you for Greg. I thank you for um, allowing us to have uh, this platform to connect with people. I thank you, Father God, for just touching every single person connected us on this evening, Lord. Somebody whose life may have been imparted into, God, and even for those who are carriers or uh, to other people, they may be a leader of some sort or they may be a brother or a sister or a, or a husband or a wife and they may go have another conversation with somebody who wasn't on this call this evening God so I just thank you Father God for allowing your truth to just be poured out over the airways God so as people uh, see and hear what it is that you're doing they can share with someone else Father God yeah. Father and I just ask that you touch every home that is represented on this evening Father God and I just pray Lord that uh, that you bless every single person connected to us Lord I thank you Father God for allowing your truth to supersede every single lie father god remind the people remind us who we are in you father god so that if anything tries to come against what your word says we know the truth of who we are remind us to speak over ourselves father god remind us that the enemy is out roaring and looking to devour seeking who he can devour father god but when we know the truth of who you say we are we can speak and things have to shift because words have power and when we speak the truth father god we know that things will change in the atmosphere for us so father god show us what to say help us speak your truth in love god as we evangelize to people god show us what to say to touch someone's heart god even if just to prick their hearts just a little bit father god help us to realize that it is not about us god but help us god to remember that the fire the 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 zeal that we once had lord jesus help us to remember that to never let that fade god we thank you for saving us god we thank you for your shed blood on the cross god we thank you holy spirit for just being with us every single day reminding us and guiding us and keeping us God we just pray that we stay in the game we just want to stay in the game Lord let us always be in your presence God in Jesus name we pray amen amen praise the Lord hallelujah hallelujah well listen family I'm just so grateful that you guys hung out with us a little bit tonight God is truly good and he is worthy to be praised. So mm-hmm. I thank you, sister, for coming on. Thank you for having um, me. Such a great conversation. And the Lord just had his way. Yes, he, he did. He just had his yes, way. So did. I'm just thankful for that. So listen, thank that's all Jesus. we have in this Solid Talk family. We pray that you've been edified. You all take care and be blessed. Uh-huh. This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah.
Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. If from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. I keep it solid. I'm dropping knowledge, wisdom, understanding, just like you done went to college. Devil know we working, as goal is to try to stop it. Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it. Controversial topics, just to keep it honest. Truth hit hard, just like it's a blunt object. Culture living godless, I can't even call it. We in the last days, Babylon is falling. Don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya Points got a plethora, this life will keep on testing ya Let's walk and get the best of ya I'm trying to tell you bruh, only around the Shelby say we trying to get the rest Speaking of ya Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next True believers, they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, then I grow we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages the blood of jesus covers all my sin and it erases i pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases speaking out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect try and keep my sanity amongst calamity social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity pc culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but i know jesus gonna Keep me covered like a canopy Blood give me amnesty No I can't handle me Not where I wanna be But best believe I plan to be Flesh wrestle against the spirit Main event and slambery So I need them every day This daily, weekly, annually Iron sharp as iron So I'm strengthened by my brethren We may not meet down here But guaranteed the link in heaven The born again and righteous Are the ones he's gonna let in Let's keep the faith And be amongst the saints When they step in